Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. If these podcasts have helped you, please give us a shout out on Instagram. We appreciate it. Um, man, today's really going to help you, I believe. I, we talked uh, last time about um, laying aside the weights and the sins that so easily beset us and moving forward, having continual progress. And I believe today's podcast is going to help you to have continual progress. We're going to talk a little bit about prayer, um, the subject of prayer and how to move forward in prayer. The first thing you need to know is that the Holy Ghost is your helper when you pray. You know, I can't imagine going to a prayer meeting at a church where people aren't baptized in the Holy Ghost because I very quickly run out of things to pray. Most of what I pray in English actually comes from praying in tongues. I pray in tongues until I feel uh, prompted to pray something in English. So it all starts starts with that sort. That's why our heavenly language, uh, speaking in tongues, is such a gift from God. The Bible says in Romans 8, 26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself, make, himself makes intercession. This is why people who think they have it all together really don't have it all together. The moment you think you've got it all figured out, the Bible's never proven wrong, and if he says we don't know how we should pray, the truth is we don't know how we should pray. So we lean into the Holy Ghost. We rely on him that when we start to open our mouth, the Bible says we're praying out, man, I feel that, praying out mysteries towards God, that we're praying out the perfect will of the Father, um, for our lives, that we're praying things. We'll pray things like, Lord, give me this promotion. And, and our spirit man, when we pray in tongues, is praying, Lord, get me out of this job into that new city that where you want us to re- our, set up our lives. We don't know how we ought to pray, but we pray in tongues to make up for what we don't know. And it says, um, he makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The Holy Spirit knows the exact will of God. And not just talking about what the Bible says, but like even, hey, who I'm, who I should marry, which city I should live in, what steps that I take. So when I pray in tongues, I'm praying out of I'm praying out the perfect will of God because the Holy Ghost is praying through me God's perfect will for my life. It's the safest place to be. People who don't pray for themselves, take time every day to pray in tongues. Man, you're you're asking for trouble because if you're not praying for yourself, you're you're praying, you're assuming that someone else is praying for you. But what if that person's not praying either? Who's praying for who? There are people who died prematurely because there was not enough prayer brought on their behalf and they did never commit to a life. This is the thing that people need to get past. When I did the the prayer class uh, at the River University, it was probably the biggest issue that people deal with is they think a prayer life is optional, like it's for advanced Christians to have a time alone to pray. Prayer is not optional. Prayer, first of all, is communicating with God. So when you pray, you're setting aside time to communicate with God. And so saying, oh, I have a relationship with God, but I don't communicate with him is bogus. But it's not for advanced Christians. It's for Christians. Everyone who doesn't have a prayer life is a is is operating below where they should. They're kidding themselves. There are too many flashy Christians out there who are who are happy to look like Christians on the outside, but when it comes to their actual devotion to the Lord, what happens behind closed doors in the times where they have free time and they're choosing entertainment over 
getting on their knees before God and spending time in prayer. You know your future actually depends on how much you pray. Your future, you can't just imagine that you've got a grandma at home who's retired and spending all her time praying for you. She's praying for herself. She's praying, you know, or maybe who, who is praying for you? You know, I pray for our listeners, but who's praying for you? I'm not spending 30 minutes a day like I'm doing for myself and my family, praying for every one of you, right? Um, so choosing to pray, it's not for advanced people, but the Holy Ghost prays for us. So understand the Holy Ghost is your helper in prayer. Praying in tongues, man, is such a gift from God. And the devil hates it, and that's why he attacks it so hard. He hates it because it's such a weapon. You can get more done praying in tongues, praying fervently for 20, 30 minutes than people see done in a lifetime praying in English, uninspired by the Holy Ghost. Number two kind of goes along with that, but number two in moving forward in prayer is getting out of your head and praying out of your spirit. The Bible says the affection, for this effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Fervent prayer doesn't come from your mind. It comes from your heart. In the same way when Jesus was standing there with the woman at the well, he said, you know, she was saying, hey, you're, uh, you know, the Israelites say that we've got to worship at that mountain. We say at this mountain, you know, which one is it? And he says, hey, it's not an exterior thing. The, the true word, the hour is coming now is where the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So rather than mountain and mountain, it's spirit and truth. It's the external things don't matter. Prayer comes out of the heart. The Bible says the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Faith originates in your heart, in your spirit man, not in your head. Well, what's the difference? Well, the difference is the one is coming. That's why your prayer language is so important because it helps you to step over. There's many times where I, I go to pray in the morning and I've got so many things running around in my head, but my prayer time is there to get me out of my head and into my spirit where I stop saying, Lord, you know what's going on. You know I need you. And I just begin to pray in tongues. And you can step over even right now, but where you turn down your intellect, it's the same with receiving from the Holy Ghost. You turn down your intellect and you just begin to pray out of your spirit. I mean, you'll see what will come out. You'll bubble out prophecies. You'll bubble out words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and things will bubble forth while you're praying. Prayer is of the heart. It's less to do with your head. Prayer comes from your heart. The prayer of faith will save the sick. Faith doesn't involve your head. Faith involves your heart. Faith is of the heart. Prayer is of the heart. Learn to step over. That's why worship is such a key. Praise is such a key because you can step over out of the realm of the intellect, out of the realm of the mind, into the realm of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost doesn't flow through your mind. He flows through your spirit. Begin to step over. Begin to pray. Begin to step over. And that's why taking time by yourself where you're not distracted and you're not, you know, doing other things where you can put your phone down and just pray and pray with the with the goal of stepping over into the Holy Ghost. I'm not here to check everything off 
my prayer list. I'm here to step over into the Holy Ghost. I'm here to let the Holy Ghost pray through me. The Holy Ghost knows what needs to be prayed for. There's times where I go in and I just step over and the Holy Ghost has me praying for the country. Let the hidden things of darkness be brought to light. Let the wickedness of the wicked cease. And there's other times where I'm praying for my family. Other times I'm praying for my pastors. But it's by the Holy Ghost. Let him lead and guide and direct you. He is your number one helper. This is the key to prayer, is your relationship with the Holy Ghost, being sensitive to the Holy Ghost, where it's not a program, it's not a, oh, it's a timed 30-minute thing that I do. If you have a set time, it's fine, but it's not like, oh, I gotta ch- I've got to, i got in 30 minutes, pray for these 22 prayer points. That's not what it's about. It's good to have prayer points. They can guide you, but there's times where I get to one prayer point in 30, 45 minutes. There's times where I get to all of them. There's times where I don't pray for anything. The Lord puts someone else in my heart, but it's all about being led by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is your helper. The Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 3, let me read the scripture to you here. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 1, Moreover he said unto me, Son of man, eat that you eat that thou findest, eat this roll. The other translation says scroll, and go and speak unto the house of Israel. So that represented the word of God. Here's a scroll of the word of God. He said, go and, he said eat this and go speak unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, son of man, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give you. Then I did eat it and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, son of man, go, get thee out unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. In this, in this uh, passage here, God said to Ezekiel, he said, here's the roll with my words on it. Eat it for yourself. Let it go into your mouth. Let it go down through your belly. Let it pass through you and then go speak the words. And then he says, for you are not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. And then it goes down, you see in verse um, 10, he says, moreover, he said unto me, son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto you, receive in your heart and hear with your ears. And go get them to thee, get thee to them of the captivity unto thy children of thy people, and speak unto them, and tell them, Thus saith the Lord God, where they will hear or whether they will forbear. So he's basically saying, Preach if they're going to listen to you or not. But you see, the key here is he isn't just saying, Hey, hear my words, go speak them. He's saying, Eat my word, receive my word for yourself, let it go down into your belly, and then go. The moment you've digested the word and it's become revelation to you, then you're qualified to speak the word. And it's the same with prayer. Too many people go into prayer uh, just to. First of all, many people go into prayer without scriptures to pray, and I don't even know what you're doing. You're supposed to pray according to the will of God. Like, oh, they say things like, oh, God's, you know, God knows what I need and he knows the scripture. No, stop being a lazy Christian. Like, you need to have a scripture. If you're going to pray and ask God for finances, have at least two to three scriptures that guarantee you your answer. Because the Bible says, put me in remembrance of my word. The, The word is powerful. The word of, the power of God is released through the word, not through prayers. It's released through the word. Spirit-filled prayers, uh, full of the word of God. So you need to have the word. But then, but secondly, you need to have the revelation on the word. You would be better off having one scripture in your heart that you have revelation on and praying that than 20 scriptures that you don't have revelation on that haven't settled down into your heart. And that's why meditation is so important, where even prayer helps you to meditate the word of God, meditate on the word of God. Lord, your word says that you're your word is like a lamp to my feet and a light into my path. That means 
means I never walk in darkness. There's never confusion in my life. My days of confusion are over because the word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Lord, you guide me every step of the way. I thank you that I'll never get lost because you guide me with your counsel and afterwards receive me to your glory. You would be better off that when a prayer request arises, going and finding three scriptures, meditating on them for a day or two, even before you present your need to the Lord. If it's urgent, like, you know, whatever, if it's urgent, someone's in intensive care, then the the Holy Ghost will actually give you a scripture to pray. A scripture will pop up in your heart. There'll be times where you'll go in to pray for the sick and you'll begin praying in tongues and the Lord will give you a scripture. Give you something to say. Body, respond to the word of God. There was a time where I was driving back from church. My wife had just all of a sudden got this crazy migraine headache and she was in the car and she was just in pain. And I started quoting scriptures and she told me later on, she's like, I didn't want you to stop because every time you quoted them, they were like relief to me. I could feel the relief in the scriptures. And that's my belief. My belief is that when people hear the gospel, the word itself being preached will heal people, will will set people free. There's like, there's power in the word. My son attended my word. There'll be life to your spirit and health to your flesh. There's healing properties in the Bible. But I started quoting these scriptures and out of my heart, jump this line, body respond to the word of God. And the moment I said it, I knew I had the key that I needed. I knew that that was the line that was anointed by the whole, but, and I would quote these scriptures, body risk. And I was commanding this body, body respond to the word of God, body respond to the word of God. And you know, it wasn't 30 minutes from then that the migraine completely left, that God completely healed her. And she, and she, and she was perfectly fine. Those things come and it's your decision. And, and the only thing that wins in that time is the word you have in your heart. You won't even stand up to see someone healed. You'll stand up to see them run off to the hospital, do whatever. Oh, you know, we can't go out today because we got a headache. You'll back down if you don't have a revelation of the word of God in your heart. When lack comes, if you don't have a revelation that my God shall supply all my needs, he was made poor so that I could be made rich. If you don't have that in your spirit, hidden on the inside of you, you won't even stand up to the challenge. You'll back down because your your foundation is the word of God. If there's no word to stand on, you get to a point where you just don't stand anymore. You back down. Too many people back down because they haven't hidden the word of God in their heart. The key to prayer and moving forward in prayer is having this these scriptures in your heart. So what? let me ask you this. What scriptures do you have hidden in your heart? What scriptures do you know? Tell me what you know. Man, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that my God will supply all my needs. I know that he said no soldier goes to war at his own expense. I know that he said if I give to the poor, I will never lack. He said I'm blessed coming in and blessed going on. You're qualified to pray those prayers. Those are the ones. Those are the ones you're qualified to pray. That's why memorizing scripture is so important because he says you're treasuring up his commandments in your heart. You're treasuring up how does a young man perfect his way by giving heed to your word? How does your how does a young man cleanse his way by giving heed to your word? I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. It's the only way to cease from sin is to hide the word of God in your heart. Man, I think Bible school the first year should just be on the power of the word of God. Begin to fall in love with the Bible. The Bible is the only lifeline of salvation. There's no other way under heaven and earth by which to be saved, but by the name of Jesus. And that's found in the preaching of the word of God. Hallelujah. Man, I love the word of God. 
God wants us moving forward in prayer. Let's move forward. I encourage you, if you don't have a prayer time, if you don't have a time where you take time out of your day, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, undistracted, and go set everything else off, leave your phone off, and press in in prayer. And don't, I mean, you can pray at other times. You can pray in tongues when you shower, when you drive. You can pray at other times, but you should have time alone where you pray and get yourself before God. That's where growth comes from. That's where your faith increases. You pray them out of your spirit and they become alive to you. I love you. I want to see you moving forward. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next time.